and welcome to another episode of West Underground. Today is a very exciting uh, interview. It's our first interview next door. You know, like we're we're based here in Australia, and uh, we, it's only just dawned upon uh, dawned upon us over here at West Underground that this is our first Kiwi interview. So give it up for uh, Finn Razel. Nice. Cheers, man. Thank you. Didn't he make it sound really creepy, though? This is our first interview next door. <laughs> next door. Oh, it is. They're well, our closest. They're our closest neighbour, Jack. See, I, I'm, I'm still in the English mindset of I think of next door as being Wales. You know what I mean? Not Aye. fucking New Zealand. <laughs> whew, whew, that was big. So, yeah. boys, thank you for coming on. It's uh, yeah. I've got to say, you guys are uh, a little nice bit of summer in the winter. That's what it feels like. Yeah, to listen to your music, it's a, uh, it's fucking positive as anything, and it's it's really good to actually get you on. So, how are you guys doing anyway? Good, good, yep, yeah, no complaints here. Um, <laughs> doing well. Busy <laughs> uh, preparing for a gig this weekend at Butler's Reef in oh, yeah. Tadnaki. So, um, yeah, a friend, a friend's band uh, from Wellington is touring and. They were keen to get us on board, so we'll uh, do an opening set for them. So uh, I guess that's this week's um, plan, really, eh? Yeah, getting the, the set list refined to absolutely <laughs> smash it out of the park. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, that's good news. But you boys, like when I, when I listened to your music, I was like, you know, you've, you've definitely got some reggae and soul influences in there. And I'm just curious to ask, like, who are you boys listening to? Like you, what what do you listen to now? And also, what were your you know your influences growing up? Oh yeah, good question. Yeah, they. Gonna go first. Yeah, because our answers will be quite different. So. Mm. Um, for me, like I I draw a lot of soul style music from like Alan Stone. Yeah. And um, lots of uh, Matt Corby and Tracy Chapman as well. Oh, soul oh side yeah, of it. okay, yeah, I can hear that. Um. And and the reggae for me, where that comes in, is probably just elements of um of Fat Freddy's and some of LAB's yeah. newer stuff as well. And and honestly, like just learning things off off Chris, because Chris has been a big influence with my playing as well and my musicianship, I guess. Mm. So um yeah. I came into the music yeah. scene quite green. Chris was like years ahead of me. So I've actually learned a lot off the sky. Get some brownie points, eh? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What about you, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always liked the Beatles. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. Just love their harmonies and their melodies. Mm. I think, um, yeah, just amazing songwriters. Um, so they've always been pretty much one of my number ones. But, um, I've always loved the Kiwi tunes too. Um, growing up, um, we've got um, so many great artists here as well. Um, even now, our biggest bands like 660 LAB. Um, I'm really into alternative indie as well, like Marco Road and Daily J, mm -hmm. uh, which are doing really well in New Zealand. Um, I think Marco Road's actually touring now in maybe Brisbane. Mm. I think they've got a show in Australia soon, but. Um, yeah, those bands are, are great. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like to keep an open mind and listen to a wide range of things because um, mm. I feel like it's uh, quite refreshing. Um, 
So, yeah, try and just, I guess, just muck around a, a big range of different sounds and see uh, what we can come up with. So it's been really fun. Oh, that's cool, man. I think, to be honest, I think it's important as well to have different influences in a mm. band, you know? Like, it's... Right, you were saying there, like, Chris has been a big help with you, like, you know, showing you thing. And I think that's what happens when you start a band, you know? You have one who's the music guy and then you have the one, the one who's the talent. I should know from my own experiences. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you get together and you, you fucking throw ideas together and then you end up with something like... The, the the sounds coming out of your band honestly it's 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 like fucking positive sunshine that's the best way I can describe the band and are you like are you like that as people or is it just something that comes out in the music <laughs> or are you like walking are you walking around like in the shops being like woohoo come on now <laughs> Kiwi's on sale woo like what what are you like no, we're not like as probably um, as vocal yeah. as that. <laughs> yeah, but okay. like, I mean, because that that'd be fucking annoying, wouldn't it? But we do like we 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 have talked about things as a band, like mm. like what are our values and and why? Yeah. Why is it? What? Why do we do the things we want to do? And why do we want to pursue this music path? Where do we want it? end up and why and what kind of impact do we want to leave and we've we've written up our band values on a whiteboard and stuff i like that so like when we go to festivals and shows we want to just like respect people and and not be those i guess not token musos but you know like there's a lot of attitudes out there in the industry and we want to be we want to be different like we want to lead by example and stuff like that and i think a lot of those values are woven into the music that we play because it's the kind of vibe we want to give off yeah that makes well, sense. that's a really good point like and and also like I, I suppose it goes back to your your influences there you know when i listen to your music man i like as i agree with jack like you know it's it's sunshine music and i suppose it reminds me of the beatles because it's just kind of like everything's sounds you know uplifting and you know it's good it's great like to be honest and um now, which when did the when did the reggae come in? Who who brought that over to the band? Who's whose influence is that? Wow, it, it definitely wasn't mine. Like I'm saying that. That was the most anticlimactic pause ever. That bright. Oh, the answer wasn't me. <laughs> oh, I don't think it was me. <laughs> on, yeah. I think it was you. Yeah, I guess. I think it was him. Yeah. The Kiwi dub sound is big for me, and um, mm, yeah. that's sort of influenced by reggae a lot. Um, I just, I just really like that. It's in a lot of my music I write as well, and it's just uh, quite gives you that summery vibe and quite an uplifting sort of uh, vibe for me. So there was something I definitely wanted to sort of, I guess, um, you know, add to some of our songs and uh, bring that in a bit as well. Um, I guess it really started with a real, real uh, solid soul roots and, Mm -hmm. um, and everyone had their different expertise. Um, And yeah, just seeing it all come together, I think, you know, it's a real team effort, you know, there's um, two members that aren't here today uh, as well. And they've, 
added so much as well, you know. Um, yeah, J- Jordan, who's uh, not here, but he's um, he's quite onto it with the reggae stuff and and, mm. and beats and stuff yeah. like that. So he has had an influence with with some of the reggae for sure as well, and the, the melodies and the yeah. How how old are you boys? Can I just ask? Thirty four. So we we thirty four. Yeah, yeah we, our band spans from nineteen. 19 to 34. You're looking good, bro. Like, I, if you if you had told me to guess, I'm going to say maybe it's a 26, 27. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, fair yeah. play. Fair what, skin, what, what, uh, what, what creams are you using, dude? Like, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I do actually have some good ones. Yeah. You want, yeah. DM, you DM, DM us well. after, bro. We'll give you the product. Bro, oh, you, beautiful, you, might, you might get an endorsement deal on the back of this, bro. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you, you know, you know when you said about the, to opportunities, eh? you can have you can have it all, my friend. You know the way you said about the whiteboard, oh, and yeah. it's like, it is that a permanent marker or is it is it changeable? It's um, it's it's one of those whiteboard removable markers, but there has okay. been a, yeah, um, yeah. there has been a permanent one put on there. Jordan that's, actually wrote a word that stays there. Yeah. As as you were saying, you know, the the egos and all, like the attitudes, I think you said, I think you notice that outer bands are a little bit older because it's like, come on, stop fucking around. I I think especially like with blokes, when we get older, you go go through that fucking silly period until you're like, you, you tell me when it stops, but you go through that silly period and then you get a little bit older. And it's like, all right, well, do we have to be doing dumb shit like this? Do we have to be like big kids? Or can we just be blokes that play music? You know what I mean? And I think your the way you view people, it changes anyway as you get older. So I think I think it's if if a young band is playing with you on a bill and they're gonna try and be, you know, arseholes, I like to think that you're gonna deal with them in a not so sunshiny way. <laughs> Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just sing some positive lyrics to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Up and ass, taking names with a reggae beat underneath it. And I like that. Hey, guys, the reason, and like, I've got to be honest, like the the reason I brought up the, the reggae thing is for, is you always know in, in Australia, right? When they're, when they're Kiwis in, in, a, in, in bands around, around Australia, because they always play reggae on time you know like for, for aussies you see aussies trying to play reggae and it never swings right you know it, it never uh, it never feels like it, it 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 should for some reason but when the kiwis seem to get hold of it man you guys do it uh, i reckon you're probably second to the jamaicans really like you know no one else <laughs> seems to get it right it's interesting you uh say that um because i think it it mainly originated back when uh Bob Marley toured. Uh, I don't know the exact year, but um, he really started a movement here. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a lot of the fundamentals came from and developed yeah. our, our dub scene really in New Zealand, which was based off that Jamaican reggae. Yeah, man, it's fantastic. Uh, and I mean, any reggae band in Australia, you can guarantee that there's two or three Kiwis in the band. <laughs> yeah. yeah <not> so <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're gonna get some hate now from Australian <laughs> reggae bands. Well, well, be like, 
we're like, we're really good as well. That's what it's going to be like. Yeah. Uh, whoopsie. You know, it's funny. We had a, there's a, have you guys heard of the band? I'll just give an example to prove, to prove the, to prove the point here. There's a band in Australia called Sticky Fingers, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the singer is a, is a, you know, born and bred Kiwi who moved over to Australia and, you know, that and, and fronting the band. And, and then after that, we, there became this movement here and we, you know, a, a bunch of Aussies are, we're trying to form reggae bands now. And none of them seem to get it right, you know. It just, just never felt like, you know. <laughs> oh, Hamish, you're trying to get us beat up, man. Oh man, I think we can up, give. give I mean, look, if any Australians want to have a whinge here, I mean, every every time, you know, I saw an ad the other day for Crowded House. You Crowded House came over to Australia. They played oh, a show, yeah. I think, at the Horton Pavilion here, and. uh, you know, there was a, there was an advertisement somewhere and it was like, you know, Australia's band crowded house. It's like, you know, I'm giving you guys, I'm giving you all the praise under the sun. So, because it's, it's, we've been, there's been a bunch of Australians that have been stealing, stealing the Kiwi icons for years. I think they've done more <laughs> than that. How do you, how do you guys feel about that? Like in, you know, let's say 10 years down the line, right? You guys are doing this fucking huge tour, right? And you're all around Europe and you're everywhere. And the Australians are like, there are them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess it'd be a, a, compl- it'd be <laughs> a compliment. How would that make sure. you feel? It's like what the British do with Andy Murray in the tennis. You know what I mean? He's Scottish when he loses. But when he wins, boy, is he British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it'd also be a compliment, it would. Like, mm. you know, if someone was, you know, I guess yeah. claiming us as their own, you know, you just have to take it the right way, I guess. And, um, yeah, I mean, it is a funny one, I guess. You won't really know until it happens. So, If, if that happens, we must be doing pretty well. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> Brian's ready to sell out his own country for Australia oh. right now, aren't you, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I lived there for three months. Oh, in yeah, Perth, mate. So I'm good to go. Yeah, you you more Aussie than me. Yeah, we might seem like rivals, you know. It's we're sort of growing up having you know that competition, mm. um, our sports teams and all the rest of it. But you know, we're really quite similar, and especially when you travel oh, and yeah, go to Europe, definitely. you know, you, you bond pretty quickly with the Aussies, and and yeah. you know, we're all quite similar. And um, no, I think that's great. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I can't wait to come and play some shows in Australia, right? It's gonna be really cool. Oh man, it'll be brilliant. Yeah, like and if and if you guys do and if you guys like, you know, come over here and, and are doing fantastic, all of us next next thing you next thing you know, you'll be you'll be Australia's next biggest man. True. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I can yeah. see it. I can see it happening. Sounds good. Now, guys. Now, I, I mean, we skipped over a few, a few, uh, a few important details here. Um, you know, going back to the very beginning. Now, yeah, how did you, how did you put put the band together? Who came to who with an idea and said, "I want to start a band"? How did it come? Did you have to, you know, was it organic? Yeah. So, like, I was playing just solo, yeah, acoustic guitar, vocals a few years ago, and um, and that. That show that I mentioned earlier, the one in 
Palmerston North were Sons of Zion. Mm. So what happened was I got a message from a guy that I hadn't talked to in probably, you know, a few years. He yeah. he was actually living in Sydney and he was associated with a, a like a sort of festival management and, and booking company. And he randomly messaged me and he goes, hey, bro, I've been listening to your music. I love it. Would you be keen to open for Sons of Zion? And I, and because they're a big band over here. Mm. And I thought it was a joke. And I was like, what do you mean, bro? Like, pull him a leg. You know, I was like, yeah. what? Like, and and then I was I sort of messaged him and I found out it was it was for real because I found out who he was associated with. Yeah. This company over here called Up the Music. And anyway, so this show was like six weeks away. And yeah. of course, I was just playing solo and I was like, man, this this will be way better if I could do this with a band because these guys, you know, a big <laughs> reggae kind of dud pop group yeah and um so i've known chris for a while and we sort of tattooed with a bit of music now and then but never really played together and so i gave him a call and i just told him about this opportunity and i said man I, we, we might need to do something about this yeah and um and I, and then i just gave the other two fellas a call as well jordan jones and um and jack moser or a message over instagram we all long story short got together in, in my studio room talked about this this gig in six weeks we, we yeah. said man can we can we learn a 45 minute set in six weeks can you guys learn all the songs you know of yeah. written and so we thought well let's just actually i to be honest at that point i had, I had doubts i called chris after we committed and i said bro i don't think i can do this because <laughs> i was like stressing out because yeah. i knew i had to nail this and if i didn't i'll I oh, know I just didn't want to not nail it. I didn't want to muck it up, you know? Yeah. And Chris actually talked me into doing it. And he said, nah, man, we've got to do this. Like, this is a massive opportunity. And I said, after a bit, after panicking, like, yeah, no, nah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so we got together. Chris doesn't normally play the bass, but he just jumped on the bass, learned all the songs bass-wise. And my mate Jordan learned all the percussion. Yeah. And uh, Jack learned all the, the piano parts. And... Um, and we went, so we went to that gig six weeks later and just and nailed it. And, Jesus. and everything's evolved from then, eh? So, yeah, it was quite cool. Quite so cool your feeling. first gig together was a big gig together. Oh, nice. It was, man. It wasn't an open mic night down the fucking local <laughs> pub. Uh, nah, well, we well, lady in that six <laughs> It's so together, funny that. Like, I like that a lot. Oh, <laughs> now chris was it the oh, same for so you good. like is there any is there any variation in your 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 side of the story here yeah yeah what happened chris um <laughs> you know that's pretty pretty well he banged it on his knees please save me and you're all right then. <laughs> do you want to stand the bed? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i guess it's pretty much it uh we talk about it every now and then and just think you know, back to that crazy time where we all made it happen. Mm. And um, yeah, we literally, by the time we got in the band room, it was literally about four weeks away. And we're like, we've got to really commit to some practices. And yeah. um, so we did about, I guess, three solid practices a week leading into the gig and um, came a long way in that four weeks, you know, from me turning up with multi-effects pedal for lead guitar on the very first time we turned up the jam. Yeah, yeah. I was like, right, someone's going to, to be on the bass. So Next time I just brought the bass along. I was like, right, I'll be the bassist. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was just fun to see it all come together within that short time. And, and went down there and we just played the whole gig without any mistakes. And it just, oh, yeah, we were just stoked ass. 
That's insane. Man, that's the best story. That is insane. Yeah. Because everyone must be like, oh, fuck, these are really good. And people are like, it's the first gig, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you, Jesus. You know, that's you, pressure. Yeah. yeah. And, well, I suppose pressure makes diamonds. But, you know, like here, every, every time we ask a band this, you know, the story is we put out an ad, you know, we, then we had those two of us and suddenly became three of us or we found a singer or, you know, uh, I knew this person, met this person at uni or tape. You, you guys have got the best story. You start, you know, just starting with a st strong start, you know? I mean, it can only go up from there, right? Yeah. We, we might have come down a bit, but now we're trying to get back up. <laughs> Imagine it would have went badly. Like, like, I'm sorry to be negative. This is what you guys aren't negative. I'm sorry to do this to you. Yeah. Uh, like, Bri, for you, so you getting that opportunity on your own, right, is amazing, right? And then for you to be saying to the boys, oh, you know, look, I think, I think we're going to have to do this as a band. For them, there's no real pressure in it because... If it goes tits up, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we tried playing with that Brian guy, but it all, it all went to shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, did you feel, Brian, did you feel, like, extra pressure about it? Bro. Or did you, like, hope and respect that the boys had your back on it? You know what I mean? Because that's fucking... Oh, it's oh, different dude. when it's you on the on the lineup, and then... I mean, don't get me wrong, a fucking amazing band just came out of it. But... There's 50-50 chances in there. Yeah, I I was seriously stressing, bro. Like for real. Like <laughs> this no, is the one greatest, night, greatest story of one a band. Night, like, <laughs> I was in bed obviously with my partner and she and I was like, I was seriously having like I couldn't sleep because I was like actually having a mild anxiety tell. I was fully yeah. thinking about everything. And I was literally like, like can we do this? Like, cause I knew like, yeah, if we stuffed it up it would be on me. Like it's yeah. like, I've yeah. asked these guys to come together. I've kind of, you know, it, it, so I was really, there was a few times where I was definitely considering being like, nah, we probably shouldn't do it. There's not enough time. Yeah. Just taking that easier door, you know? Yeah. And um, so I was, I was genuinely stressing and it, and it, it wasn't up and probably till like two weeks out where things started really clicking. And then it was like, the last practice we had, I just knew we were all over it. Yeah. So the so last cool, practice, man. solid. So when we were driving up there, I was I was excited. I was like, man, we have got this. Yeah. Like, yeah. But up until then, bro, I was stressing, man. Like I was actually no. stressing. Like I'm stressed thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Chris, Chris, like these guys, like they were encouraging because they knew I was yeah. stressed. I told Chris I was stressing, and he said, "Nah, like we're doing this, man." And that helped, bro. Because if he said. Now you're probably right. This is a bit hard. <laughs> I, we definitely wouldn't have done that yeah, gig, yeah. man. And, and you we wouldn't be you wouldn't, wouldn't be here right now. No, we wouldn't. Surely not. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I just saw it as an opportunity you can't turn down. I was like, well, we'll do it, and we'll do it as best we can, you know. Um, and you can't have any regret regrets. And um, yeah, well, we were still writing parts Griff. of the songs um, yeah. and adding to them like yeah. two weeks out. Um, <laughs> I'm just so thankful that you've, you've called Chris. Imagine if you'd called one of the other boys and they'd, you know, been having a, uh, you know, an up and down kind of day. You could have gone south very fast and we wouldn't oh, be sitting yeah. here talking to you, lads. No. 
Yeah. And whenever like, when we had like one structure down, if anyone made a suggestion to change something, I'd just go into stress mode again. Yeah. I wouldn't try to yeah. shot, but on the inside boat. You try to change everything keep changing shit, man. <laughs> like seriously, I was, I was just like peaking. <laughs> so, you know what like we we, we hamish and i do a sh- another show another podcast called uh monday night fever and we were we were talking the other night about how like opportunities sometimes just arise in front of you right and it's it split second decisions and i feel like the, the things you sit and think about and you know chris you could have easily let me have a think about it. Give it, you know what I mean? Let me weigh this up. And then your mind, your mind gives you all these reasons why you can't do it. Same mm. for you, Brian. You know, oh, I can just do it on my own. Do you want me on my own? I can do it on my own. And it just gives you all these little excuses and reasons not to actually to do yeah. it. So I feel like, like the, the conversation we had the other night on the podcast was like, when things just come out, yeah, just fucking go with it because. Yeah. Chances are your instincts and everything alone is going to make a better decision than your mind dragging it out and thinking it out. So mm, honestly, true. boys, that that's the that's a fucking phenomenal story. That uh, <laughs> you are editor. That's going to be a clip. Me. <laughs> that's going to be a clip. Jesus, man. Yeah, and and in one way too, bro. Like it feels like for you, mate. You it would have been like playing roulette a little bit. It's like, do I do I do I go with red or do I go with black? You know, I'm I'm rolling the dice a little bit here. <laughs> but uh, man, it's you. You, uh, I'm just glad you trusted your intuition a little bit, and also also had your had the your mate alongside you to go. No, nah, we're doing this. Yeah, I've got no. you back here, and definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and out of it has come come your band, you know. Like, was it a bit different? Like when you guys said, "Okay, you know, now we've we've done this show, we're going to write songs together." Was it was it a bit difficult at first, you know, to to get that that machine kind of going? Um, not so. Yeah, not really. Eh? Like we've had pretty good momentum mm. from there. Eh? So we like. It's, it's weird like we, we quickly wrote down and talked about like the next step yeah and like what we wanted to achieve and yeah and a lot of the things have been pretty pretty fluid like we've i mean yeah there's been little lots of little learning curves but i mean all in all it, it hasn't been too tricky and because with the songs i've, I've had a bit of a, a backlog so the songs we played at that sun design set where we've got a backlog of those to, to release them. Mm-hmm. So we've never been sort of on the back foot with new material. Yeah. So, but men, I mean, me and Chris have written a really cool song together recently called Coastline, which we're sort of aiming at dropping at the end of the year, but we've never been pressured to say drop a song because we've been, we've just been recording the ones that I had already written. But yeah. the guys have added so much to those songs with their own instruments. So we, we haven't been stressed out about them. We've been more able to focus on, well, how can we mm-hmm. make these songs even better now? Because it's like everyone else's flavors being put on them. So it's it's quite a cool, cool feeling, I guess. So, yeah. What do you reckon? No. Yeah, I think um, 
like I think we've done pretty well just considering like a lot of the interruptions of you know lockdowns and COVID oh, cancellations yeah. and I think it's it's worked because everyone's had a positive mindset in the band and as soon as we get a cancellation we just straight away say yep fine what's the next gig you know and what's yeah. the next event and everyone's mindset's in the same direction so I think um, everything just keeps flowing and um, just do the best we can with what we got so yeah, yeah. I, I I respect that actually because. I think we all remember what it was like, you know, the initial lockdowns and mm. felt like all your plans in your life were being cancelled. Yes. You know what I mean? And then you think about like the grand scheme of things and bigger picture and everything. And I feel like the longer we all got into COVID, it, was, it became a bit like you expect it to be cancelled anyway. So it's more, mm. it's it's more uplifting when it goes ahead. You know what I mean? You get better feelings out of it and you take more out of it because oh, this is one that went ahead. And to be honest, I feel like your music, you know, like I, I do keep harping on about it because I told you the story before we started. Like I, I was in, I was visiting family in Perth, going out for a morning run and you guys had sent me some music over and I'm fucking there, it's sun's rise, I'm listening to it. And I'd had a really shit 24 hours prior to that. Awful. Fucking terrible. And it just... And I think I just instantly replied. And I was like, boys, this is this is, this is is my new Happy Times song now. Because I feel like, you know, with the, the way the world is, and I know things are getting better, and, you know, it's healing and everything. I, I think you guys putting out music that... Is kind of the opposite of how people feel. You know what I mean? Mm. When people are a bit upset and whatever, and it's 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 so needed what you guys are doing. It really is because Hamish and I have had a conversation. I cannot write a happy song to save my fucking life, but it's not a happy song. It's it's an uplifting thing for people to actually fucking you know forget about whatever. There's no person who can listen to your music and not think they're on a beach with a beer in the hand. You know what I mean? It it just transports you to that. Hey, and yes. I feel I feel like as you were saying about like the cancellations, and I feel like your positivity as people is what shines through anyway with your music. Awesome. It's uh it's it's so cool, man. When are you coming to Sydney? Yeah. When he coming to Sydney, <laughs> we, we we need this in our lives now today. Well, yeah. yeah, we'll be keen as to play at the Vanguard um, at some stage, but yeah, but honestly, like the goal would would be next year, twenty twenty three. I'd love yeah. to be able to have something happen. I'll put it out there: something's going to arise, and we'll be playing mm-hmm. in Aussie next year for sure. I think yeah. I think you'll be touring, man. Oh, me, me too. I think I think you'll be, I think, I think you'll, I think you'll be doing a good tour. Yeah, that's I. I and you, Jack, you said before, you know, um, Bry would, uh, uh, Bry in by by you know in Byron Bay, but if you shorten that to, uh, to to buy, it's it it has a bit of a ring to it, you know, Bry and buy. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, man, I I feel like you 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 guys. It won't be long before you're doing a tour of Australia. Yeah, and it, it won't be it won't be a tour that's costing you any money. That's that's how I feel about it. 
hundred percent. We definitely won't turn down any opportunities. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't turn them down. Jump into them. If there's one thing I want people to take away from this interview is dive in. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Just dive in. Yeah. Jesus. What? What's like? You know, as a as a band, like we, we mentioned the COVID thing, and obviously. I feel like if you guys can overcome an obstacle like that for your first gig, where's the pressure ever really anyways? Yeah. You know what I mean? True. People spend a year, two years practicing for the first gig and it wouldn't, it wouldn't go that well. Yeah. I've always had um, a mindset that every, any, any gig, no matter how big, is always practice for the next big gig, you know, and it sort of takes yeah. all that pressure off and, and you just play as good as you can and, you know, that's all you can do. But um, that's how I take the pressure off it. I just, you know, tell myself this will be a really good practice for the next real big gig that's even bigger than this one. So, yeah, that's kind of the, the mindset, I guess. But, now, what know. do you do when you get to Wembley, though? <laughs> I, I just, I stress, I stress, I stress, bro. And Chris goes, it's going to be sweet, brother. But I go, ah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to say those words. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you boys and then hopefully to... you guys will be in the green room as well. Yeah. Like, it's all good, boys. Let's go. Oh, we'll be yeah. there. I'm glad oh. you're taking us with you. That's the main thing. Oh, man, that'll be brilliant. Nobody knows. We only do this podcast for free tickets in the future. That's, that's uh... the only reason. We're not supporting anyone. We just don't like paying for things, do we, Hamish? That's <laughs> part of paying. It's yeah. great. So how how long have you guys been playing together then? Like, how long's the band been? About a year now. Eh? Yeah, oh. yeah. We about a year. Get out of here. You guys oh. need to go away. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's not like <laughs> it, it, individually though individually everyone's been playing music for a while so it's not like yeah. we're full green yeah. you know so school of rock kids it's not like that yeah these are these are all talented and accomplished musicians that's so insane though because like when you listen to the music you're not yeah yeah you're not getting the vibe of a new band yeah. you know no, what i mean it's all. not now harsh. my question guys like what does it feel like to know you're sitting on a gold mine I guess we probably, well, I don't know. We don't really uh, think about that. I, I guess we just more enjoy what oh, we're yeah. doing and that's oh, kind man. of, um, yeah, do it for pure enjoyment and excited about where things are moving and just that just keeps us going. And mm. A Bentley would be nice though, Bri, wouldn't it? <laughs> what was that, sorry? A Bentley would be nice, wouldn't it? A Bentley? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't say no to an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> vegan, vegan don't say leather. no to an opportunity vegan leather Bentley. Yeah. put it in front of us we'll drive it no man yeah. it's like like we said you, this this is this is an interview and i'm gonna i'm gonna make a little bet on this hamish yeah within two years australia will know who this band are and uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure, Australia. I, I I agree, and I, you know, I, have you guys? Are you guys getting radio play over here? Yeah. Are we? 
getting ready to play yeah in australia oh, sorry i thought you said get, getting ready to play oh, oh. yeah <laughs> yeah oh no I, as far as i know only only nz radio but um i mean we'd love to we just haven't been connected to anyone or yeah it just hasn't been on our radar literally you, you just brought it up and i just went oh all right, we'll no, have we a conversation so, yeah, no. at the end of this podcast because you guys definitely need to get into get into get into the airways here. I think. Are you guys on yeah. doing radio and stuff over in New Zealand? What was that? Sorry, bro. Are you guys, are you, oh, sorry, guys. Are you guys doing radio and stuff over in New Zealand? Are you, you get new tunes played on the airways over there. Yeah, so we we actually it's pretty cool. So we negativity no more. So they do this like this. There's this music funding company here, non-profit organization called New Zealand On Air. Mm, yeah. And um, so they run these, I guess, competition things, and and they're like every two months where you can submit a song and it'll go in front of their um their committee, and if they choose it, it'll get pushed for radio. So negativity no more got selected for that so that's literally just landed on all the grassroots stations nationwide oh, that's good. um we haven't had anything at the i guess the commercial level yeah. but it's 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 in the community which is quite yeah. neat it's on those yeah. grassroots stations where there's like the local listeners um so that's sort of where we're at at the moment which is pretty cool yeah yeah and what about the uk as well nah bro so yeah. it's yeah, it's literally just NZ, man. Oh, I'll, I'll help you out on the UK. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, please, please. I'll I mean, we'd, we'd love that. Yeah, we just haven't, we haven't just gone outside of the country. We probably need to. Oh, man, you, yeah. you need to. Just, just... I, I, like, God bless New Zealand, but there's, there's a world out there that's going to enjoy <laughs> it, man. A world of people. Bro, take that song and throw it as far as you can, man. Just, just <laughs> it for us, brother. We, we, we get a lot of listeners in India and they're going to be all over it now as well. Bro, that's a win. That's awesome. King. We can see the Spotify streams um, doing quite well in certain areas. Um, there's been quite a few streams lately in Australia, like uh, yeah. Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, um, and also USA uh, yeah. and UK too. Eh? Yeah, it, it's funny, like, I mean, like, we got our mates and stuff that support us and our, like, because we're in a quite a small hometown. Yeah. But, yeah, all the listeners are outside of where we are. Yeah. Like, yeah. You get a few pockets here, but, you know, a lot of a lot of the people were kind of just like, oh, it's just, it's those guys, you know? Yeah. But, so the majority of our listeners are out of region or overseas, which is quite interesting to, when you see the stats. Man. <sighs> On the Spotify. That's just Spotify, not radio, yeah. obviously. It's mm. just oh no man it's coming it's coming isn't I'm it always like it's cool going. when you see that yeah. when you see that and you like so i i released a song not long ago and uh i was getting played in south like plays in south korea oh, <laughs> oh nice who's listening to that <laughs> who's who's accidentally clicked on something else yeah. to listen to that in south korea <laughs> but still i'm counting it i'm counting it this yeah, is for yeah, you. Yeah. This is for you, one fan in South Korea. I appreciate yeah. it. So yeah, man, I think it's cool. You know, like when you think about songs you wrote in your bedroom, or you know, things that you come up together with as a band, and then to know that someone in fucking Timbuktu is listening to it—that's it's 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 the coolest thing ever. 
and, and that it's only that's only going to grow as well. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. It's nice how you can reach the populations, eh? Yeah, hundred percent. And like, you know, I I said about me personally listening to that. You think about someone who's having a fucking a terrible day on the other side of the world, and that song. Like I know Spotify gets a hard time for the algorithms, and you yeah. know, because it it's a bit of a fucking minefield as it is anyway. But you oh, think yeah. about someone having a bit of a shit day on the other side of the world, and they hear negativity no more. You know what I mean? It's fucking it's life changing, man. Life changing. Guys, speaking of that too, have you guys pitched your like your your tunes to like new reggae playlists and stuff on Spotify? Because there's no way that that's that that's gonna get declined, if you haven't. Well, I guess the thing is, bro. Like, so we. we we're working with a, a distribution company here mm-hmm. and um, I guess they've, they pitched the song on our behalf. Yeah. And it's, so it's, it's landed in, in a couple editorial playlists, but I mean, it's, I think it's in about, was it two or three at the moment? Island mm. Island. Oh, so it's in the, yeah, the, the reggae one that it is in is, is the Island time. Yeah. But I mean, there's so many, yeah, that it's not in. Um, and to be honest, I don't know how do you, how do you go about pitching, yeah, to those playlists. You know, like because as far as I know, once where your your song submitted, you can't pitch to an editorial playlist unless I guess you have some sort of inside contact. You mm. know what I mean? Because yeah. from the yeah from the Spotify artist page, we can't physically do anything after the release. Yeah, which kind of sucks, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, well, we'll have a well, I have a chat at the end of this podcast because I mean, like, you know, we, at, I'm I'm just excited for you guys. Like, you you really, really, like the fact that you've been together for a year and you're writing tunes, you know, like this, you know, like that. It's scary. Yeah, it it just it's it just scary. Makes me- it's on. It's honestly, it's scary. I've got some guitars behind me in the background, and and when you hear things like that, you you just you want to just dig the six foot hole and put them all in and you know, bury them and just go. Yeah, I'm on. To, I'm going to think about doing something else now. <laughs> no, it's 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 it, it's terrifying. It's it if if that's what you're releasing after yeah. a year. But um, a lot of exciting tunes to come. We're just, um, I guess, going to space them out every sort of three months or so. But we're pretty excited about the next sort of uh, releases coming up. Are they all recorded? Sorry, what was that? Are, all, are the tunes recorded, like your next set of releases? Are they already recorded? No, we've got two two demos that are nearly ready to go to our post-producer mixer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So we're dropping an album in next May. So we've got about seven, seven singles to release, seven or eight singles leading up to that. So yeah, two of them are at the demo stage, and then the rest we they're written fully, but haven't been haven't touched the uh, the Logic Pro yet. <laughs> have you got a, Have you got a name for the album? Nah. What is it? What do you think? I don't know. Don't don't let me don't don't let me be to blame for naming one of the best <laughs> albums. 
one of the best albums ever. I like it really, like, makes Jack feel happy. <laughs> and that's the name. No, the, fuck, man. Send, send, me, send me some of your demos. I like to listen to them, man. Yeah, me too. Send okay. them over. That's exciting doing the album. Yeah, you've got to do a tour after the album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. We, yeah. And we need to put... um. Yeah, put some focus on that. Yeah. Sooner than later for sure. Yeah. Have you had any interest from labels? To be honest, um, like I guess a lot of the like we've only just released negativity recently and it's all just happening, I guess, now, like you're sort of just emerging in the industry. Because mm. we've been together for a year, but um I guess <sighs> hadn't released any music until sort of just before Christmas. Yeah. So since, um, you know, as with the whole band setup, so the last six months have been pretty full on, I guess, and um, learning the ropes, you know, and um, yeah. making those industry contacts and things. And, and we've made a lot of progress in six months. Yeah. Like it's been insane who we've talked to and, and had the privilege of learning from. So, um, we're hoping, you know, leading into the album, it's going to just be exponential growth and um, reach. So, um, yeah, it's just getting fueled up, really, getting started. So, yeah, but yeah, we we haven't had any labels jump yeah. out yet with contracts, and so you yeah. know, but um, yeah. Ooh. Oh, boys, like it's not far away. It's it's not far away. Yeah, I'm 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 the same as Hamish. I'm I'm excited for you. Have you have you guys been reached out to by like any of the old old school you know heroes like from like from you from New Zealand like no oh. nah, but um so you, you've heard of Tiki Tani? Oh, I can't say I have. No, I haven't. Oh yeah, he's he's an iconic sort of Kiwi. Mm. Well, he's one of the sort of the biggest names in the dub scene over here, I guess. Yeah. And I, I met his sister through a, um, a music mentoring program last year. And so the track that we released called Power just before oh, yeah. Christmas, yeah. Um, she just over the Zoom call, I told her that I was working, well, we were working on this this demo. And she said, hey, I'll flick it to, to Tiki. So Tiki was, is her brother. And I didn't know that at the time. Mm. And, and I said, Oh yeah, sweet as. And then she also goes, oh, but he's he doesn't, you know, he's pretty harsh with his, his feedback though. So if he says anything negative, don't don't take it personally. He'll just tell <laughs> how it is. And I was like, oh shit. Anyway, so she flicked it off to him, and um, he sent some feedback, and, it, and most of the message was it was real positive. It was real real cool. It was he he really liked the track, and mm. um, he was real excited for us. But then he gave us some feedback as well. He goes, hey, that second verse, though, I'd strip it right back to percussion and vocals and bass. And then we need to put some um, some more vocals in the last chorus. We need to build that last chorus up. Mm. So we sort of had that contact with Tiki and, and we took his advice straight away, put those changes in, and then we fired it straight back and said, hey, what do you think about this now? And, yeah, and he was cool. like, mate, it's on yeah. the money. And, and then we dropped it. And it was like, so I guess that's just, our probably one contact of someone iconic in New Zealand. That's sort of how that came about. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. And that, 
that song, yeah, the power song sort of opened opened the doors for us with those those Spotify editorial playlists because that got into a few of them, which yeah, sort yeah. of, I guess, opened the door for negativity no more as well to yeah, sort yeah. of land in some of those. Um, but I don't know we're pretty we're pretty new here, eh? even like that one year. Like a lot of big Kiwi artists won't know who we are yet. They they might have seen a passing name, but we're definitely. I'd say still emerging here, you know. That's crazy, though. It, 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 yeah. Like it's f- for me to listen to that and hear your music, and for you to be a new band, yeah, is is fucking crazy. That's oh, like the the best compliment I can give you is that I'm I'm speechless about it because it's coming. Sometimes we talk to people, right, and you think. If these if they stay at it and you know fucking the persistence and they try and they'll persevere they'll, they'll get through that people will know and then we're having this conversation right now and, it's and the I'm opposite. convinced I'm yeah. convinced it's yeah. it's there's no as Paddy the Baddy from the UFC likes to say if but if buts or maybes it doesn't do you know, he only does absolutes, and that's this feels absolute. So, guys, yeah, I, I wanna I wanna wrap this up. I wanna say thank you for coming on. I'd like to do another one with you guys in about a year's time. Sounds great. Yeah, Just after is. you've played on yeah. the moon. Yeah. But uh, I want you to send us your album over, and yeah, thank you very very much for coming on. No, thank you guys. Appreciate you guys' time. Eh? It's really cool meeting awesome. you and. Thanks yes, for taking your time out. Touch. No worries. Yeah.